0: So last week, we officially launched our first merch item, which is a t-shirt that we are so, so excited to share with all you Iconics. Um, We have been working with our network Consequence for, it seems like, months now, like going back and forth on designs, and we finally are able to release the one that we are so excited about. So let me just tell you guys about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, what it looks like. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) it's a light purple shirt, which is like... Very army, very us. And on the front of it, it says iconic army. And then in the background, it has the BTS symbol and it says standing BTS podcast underneath iconic army. Very cute.
1: I love the iconic army. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Like totally all mm-hmm. of you guys. Mm-hmm. And then on the sleeve, it's really, I think it's the left sleeve, there's a, our symbol, the standing BTS logo, like the little army bomb that says standing BTS. Mm-hmm. So cute. And I love this little additional detail behind the neck there's three little purple hearts.
1: Three tiny little purple hearts. I love the color of the t-shirt because it's the softer velvet color and I think it's more Mm pastel-y and I just there were several different purple options and I'm really happy with the one we went with. Yeah we were like this is the one. Yeah
0: but um, please go support us and purchase our very first shirt. Um, at shop.consequence.net you know you won't regret this purchase we're size inclusive too we have you know sizes available and uh, we would love for you guys to you know rep your favorite BTS podcast yeah yeah we love it
1: so much yeah We're, we're super happy with it yeah
0: we're really excited to share it with you so on that note welcome back Iconics
1: and if you're new to the podcast I'm Kayla and I'm Bethany and this is Standing BTS yes yes welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS.
0: What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way.
1: Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you.
0: Totally. But if you're
1: ready to get heated
0: over this Billboard article...
1: Oh, yes. Or fangirl over Megan The Stallion in the Butter remix. Yes. Then you're in the right place. Okay, so in today's episode, we are doing a spot episode which is where we cover bits and pieces of missed BTS content and there's been a lot happening lately Thanks so, so we had to come back with another spot episode so in this episode we're going to be talking about the tour cancellation the recent release of this billboard article butter with megan the stallion and then we're also going to be talking briefly about yoongi's composition for samsung's over the horizon
0: mm-hmm but before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon
1: at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Yes. Thanks, Iconics. Mm -hmm, Thank you.
0: So it is September, and that means that we have a new charity of the month to share with you guys that we would like you to support along with us. Um, It is... Uh, world Alzheimer's Month, so an international month to raise awareness and research um, for Alzheimer's disease. Um, so there is a charity called Alzheimer's Disease International, and that is the International Federation of Alzheimer and Dementia Associations around the world, and it's in official relations with the World Health Organization. So you know, this is something that you can donate to this charity and know that you are impacting your local community, um, but also raising awareness on a global scale, which is very, very cool. Um, Alzheimer's and dementia is super close to both mine and Bethany's hearts as my grandpa had Alzheimer's and Bethany's grandma had dementia. Um, So these are causes that we will always support. And um, I think every, you know, so many people know someone who has been affected by Alzheimer's or dementia. And so the the goal is to end them and to find a cure for them. ADI's vision is risk reduction, as well as timely diagnosis, care and inclusion, and also a cure. By empowering Alzheimer and dementia associations to advocate for dementia as a national priority um, and raising awareness to offer global care and support for people with dementia and their care partners, that's the work that they do globally they strive to focus attention on dementia and maintain it as a global health priority and they also campaign for better policy from governments and encourage investment and innovation in dementia research
1: wow so, they're doing some really wow. great work yeah. yeah especially raising awareness as a, as a like national priority and a global priority mm-hmm. like this is something that's affecting the whole world yeah and there's such little research of really knowing how to treat these types of you know conditions alzheimer's and dementia currently
0: not really treatable you Mm -hmm. know like there are some medications that can help prolong but i mean ultimately not there is no cure for Mm -hmm. it um so yeah definitely something that is worth supporting and bringing more awareness so please join us this month in supporting uh world alzheimer's month and donating to
1: alzheimer's disease international yes all right great so, let's go ahead and begin this episode by talking about the concert cancellation. This is just so sad to really start the episode with, but it was huge news. Um sadly disappointing news, but it kind of like there was nothing else that BTS or Big Hit really could do yeah. with the state of the world right now. So, There was a Weverse announcement on August 20th of 2021, and so I'm just going to read the announcement that they sent out on Weverse. Okay,
0: break our hearts all over
1: again. I know, I know. (laughs) So they said, hello, this is Big Hit Music. We would like to provide some information regarding BTS Map of the Soul tour. Our company has worked hard to resume preparations for the BTS Map of the Soul tour, knowing that all fans have been waiting eagerly and long for the tour. However, due to changing circumstances beyond our control, it has become difficult to resume performances at the same scale and timeline as previously planned. Therefore, we must announce the cancellation of the BTS Map of the Soul tour." The tours, concerts in Seoul were previously canceled in February of last year, followed by the postponement of the North American leg in March. Dates in Europe and Japan were postponed prior to the start of ticket sales in those regions. We regret that we must now inform you of the formal cancellation of the tour. For fans who have reserved tickets for the North American shows, you will receive an email from your original point of purchase regarding refunds. Once again, please allow us to offer our sincere apology to all fans who have waited for the Map of the Soul tour to resume. We are working to prepare a viable schedule and performance format that can meet your expectations, and we will provide updated notices as soon as possible. Thank you.
0: Hmm. When this first came out, this hit really hard. Mm -hmm. I remember that you got the announcement and called me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and broke the news. And I had you, to call you. Yeah. I think
1: I had already called you twice that day. And I'm like, <laughs> do I really call her
0: again? But yes. <laughs> I mean, it, this is definitely a phone call conversation. Um, Yeah. I mean, just heartbreaking. This is something that like you and I have been looking forward to since we bought the tickets, mm-hmm. you know, even before being able to purchase. But just knowing that the biggest heartbreak, I think, for us initially was we had sound check. We had yeah. fucking sound check, we had and we felt tickets. like that was just mm-hmm. a once in a lifetime like incredibly lucky thing to be able to get those tickets. We got so
1: lucky with those tickets., yeah. yeah. And so um it's heartbreaking that the tour isn't happening. Yeah. but just knowing too, that most of my twenty twenty motivation of like making it through, was that concert, the mm-hmm. potential of that concert happening. I'm like, you know what? When this is all done and we're all vaccinated and the world is fine again, I get to see BTS. Yeah. And, and I think they realized that too with the cancellation of this. So yeah. of course- they wanted this concert to happen. Uh, they postponed it for so long. They did online concerts despite having this kind of hanging in the air. They held on to it for as long as possible. Yeah. And just with the way that the Delta variant is happening, the world pandemic is still going strong. Yeah. Uh, there's still so many people getting infected. There's so many people who are dying still from this. So it's just unsafe um, in having a concert. It's just such a health risk a public Mm. health risk and so we don't blame them and this must be really hard for them but it's devastating yeah it's devastating for us too yeah
0: i think like our first reactions were like thinking about our own loss with the tour cancellation and then right after that we were thinking about bts's loss and the rest of army's loss because how hard it must have been for bts Mm -hmm. to officially like cancel this tour and you know um they must have tried everything. Yeah. Like we... They wanted
1: it to happen. Yeah. For, for sure. us
0: to get updates like, you know, where it's it went from like... It went to being p- postponed, you know, and... T- And
1: Ticketmaster even ended up changing like at the top of the page when you looked at your tickets, they changed it to saying you will hear your new date announcement soon. Yeah. Because a lot of concerts were starting up again. Music festivals were starting up again. Mm -hmm.
0: And I mean, they still are going like there's a lot of Western artists here that have tours for the latter half of this year and for next year already sold out and they're touring you know and we had we had festivals this summer like music festivals outdoor festivals so it's hard as like a north american army seeing all of these western artists like doing these things that can be super spreader events and can be dangerous to public health Mm -hmm. and bts being responsible and ultimately also being the ones that suffer from this responsibility yeah you know it's it's such a caveat between doing what is best and humane and, like, selfishly wanting to go to a BTS concert. Of course. And they, I'm
1: sure, selfishly want to be with ARMY. It's just something that – it's been going on for so long. We haven't seen them live. They haven't been able to perform live. So it's just really disheartening because there really was a light at the end of the tunnel. We really felt – that new tour dates were going to be announced and that this concert was going to happen.
0: Yeah. I do want to say one thing that might be like a light at the end of the tunnel that we can still maybe hold on to that I realized as you were reading through this, it has become difficult to resume performances at the same scale and timeline as previously planned Same scale. Like maybe they are planning to tour, but they can't have that many ticket sales, you know, like they can't have that full of a stadium. They would have to be able to have social distancing. And so obviously they wouldn't be able to have that many tickets. Mm -hmm. So maybe they are looking at doing a tour, but they just cannot honor that previous tour because they have essentially sold too many tickets for the space that they would have available in a COVID era tour yeah
1: potentially so maybe yeah. I'm gonna you know maybe maybe in the well, future we'll see them again we will we will yeah I'm still optimistic of that not no. all hope is lost no but it was devastating my gosh like we both pretty much mourned yeah we definitely (laughs) mourned I
0: think all of ARMY mourned even you know ARMY that didn't have tickets like when BTS go on tour there is so much content there are fan cams everywhere like everyone enjoys it so yeah wow
1: that feels like a distant memory I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) we will see them again they will tour again we just have to Keep getting vaccinated. where had no our other masks. option. Yeah. yeah, get vaccinated. Yeah, for sure. And we love BTS. We're sending love to BTS, and we know that you wanted to tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this fucking Billboard article. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> So this was called Inside the Business of BTS and the Challenges Ahead and I'm actually not going to say the name of the author because I don't want to like kind of dox them. I know they already got hate. They got death threats which is awful regardless of what they wrote Mm -hmm. like ARMY sending death threats is like the opposite of who we are and what we should represent. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say their name. Uh, You can look it up easily. It's also in our Google doc. If you want to look at it, I'm not trying to not credit them for this article, but I just think it's best if we, if we don't draw more attention to them. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was huge backlash on social media um, about this article because many hot button topics were addressed Um, You know, the questions that were covered, the topics that were covered, sparked thoughts for for us initially between "Mm, this seems inappropriate or even offensive to ask Mm -hmm. them um, to honestly, I'm surprised that they asked this. But quite frankly, I wanted to know the answer. Um, So there's a lot. We have a lot to unpack with this article and we are going to go all the way through it. We're going to discuss the main topics that were points of contention on social media as well as parts that personally sparked yes. our attention.
1: So just for the introduction of BTS in this article, he talks about how they were super dressed down looking like college kids that he didn't even really notice it was them because they looked so casual and bantering about their hangovers and their skin. Which kind of seemed like a backhanded compliment in a way. Yeah. You know, just like normal folk. But also, like, how do you not know that that's BTS? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, he said that they walked down the hallway with this
1: whole entourage. How would you not know exactly. that it's that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But then they end up bringing up the looming military service. Like, right off the bat at the beginning of of this article. And this is, like... BTS Media Coverage 101. You don't ask this question, you know? Like, why does this have to be something they ask them with every single interview? Um, so the article brings up that BTS is HYBE's largest source of revenue of the company. And while they acknowledge the value of smaller acts and other business ventures, like the Ithaca, you know, the platform development, mm-hmm. um, many were upset that the article correlated bts going into the into the military with hybe's impending fall
0: yeah like they wouldn't be able to support themselves financially and hold up without bts's global prowess Mm. you know and all of the money that they profit off of bts so like the offense in this topic is twofold because they're asking about the military again which is like when they have something to say about it, they will update, you know, it's like it's none of your business. And how how many times has it been asked in an article? Like that's issue number one. I but thought num- we
1: were past it. It's actually been a while since it's they've been, been asked. Quite some time. yeah. Yeah.
0: But number two is that they conflated Hybes success to being only BTS. And we've said Hype would not be hype without BTS like yeah. Big Hit was very tiny and BTS recorded their first album in a garage that's how much money Big Hit had when they started but like I, they're not going to just crumble into nothing if BTS is not performing for 18 months you know like they clearly have other business like they're business savvy you know yeah. it's a huge public company at this point so to to say that they're not going to be able to stand on their own is also offensive, too. Yeah, and big well,
1: TXT and then hyphen are huge groups. Yes. That really well respected groups that are really succeeding and doing well. And then also the establishment of Weavers, too. I mean, Max, who is an artist over here in the States and he's on Weavers, you know, so his fans are over there mm-hmm. you know, on getting on and supporting that app. But, you know, obviously there's much more. To Hype now than just bts yeah
0: yeah um so the next thing they talked about is the supposed chart manipulation um that they really they talk about as if it is true fact it's a whole conspiracy that bts and big hit music and Army and Hype is a large company. They're, we're all conspiring together. The millions of Army <laughs> around the world. <laughs> we're all conspiring, you know. <laughs> like we're we're just laughing because it's so absurd. Yeah. So I just have to share this quote because this really fired me up. So this is a quote from Shin Cho, which is who is the head of K-pop and J-pop at the Warner Music Group, and they say that. Um, this idea to overly support a group is what they're, you know, conflating it as this insane support stems from a particular part of fan culture and K-pop that pulls out all the stops to ensure whomever they're supporting will get mainstream attention. Quotings by saying, fans will do whatever they can to create the success story. Um, create the success story. We BT I literally. Just I said made they sure to not support
1: BTS until <laughs> 2017. I made sure that they came from a company that didn't have any sort of support. That yeah. was yeah yeah when when we chose to stand
0: bts we were looking for an underdog that's yeah we we had that no we did not nobody did you know bts themselves are the underdog story and they never expected any of this and i think it's safe to say that by now there are no fans worrying about big hit music disbanding bts for a lack of popularity they are literally the most popular k-pop group of all time so that's but they not a are concern. an underdog story.
1: Yeah, so, they are. Yes, of course we support and love them. And that's just a part of where they originated from. And so, yeah, it's great to see this huge success story. Like, who really doesn't love an underdog yeah. story? Um, they have come so far in the music industry and yeah. have made such a global impact. So, yeah, it. I mean, that... But I mean, it's not like our intentions of standing. Like we're like, oh, they're an underdog story. So I purposely want to support them because of that. I love their music. Yeah, they're saying that
0: we are using loopholes and manipulating the charts in order to give them this success story, Um, you know, which is just it's just not true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So another quote from the article, it says, Through above-board means, ARMY has long exploited loopholes in the music chart rules, including those of Billboard, to propel BTS singles' performance. Billboard's rules, for example, allow people to buy a certain number of versions of songs or albums per week, and any sales per version exceeding that cap do not contribute to the artist's weekly sales total or chart placement. For a K-pop group like BTS, that typically releases multiple versions of particular singles, including both digital and physical, that can add up to multiple sales per consumer. On Twitter, where BTS has over 38 million followers, fans acting on behalf of ARMY will call out for assistance in purchasing certain singles on days and when they can have the most effect on chart performance. that's a lot to unpack right there but what really disappointed me about this article was how much there was on this like chart manipulation like a good chunk of the article was about this Mm -hmm. and this whole paragraph just showed me like what is it about billboard and the music industry so badly wanting to invalidate bts's success like they question everything. Anytime BTS is number one, anytime they've had multiple weeks in a row, or they're getting a certain amount of radio plays or digital sales, they're like, oh, but it's just because ARMY has all these loopholes, and they're helping other armies buy the digital copies and whatnot. And it's just like, you don't invalidate other artists ever. You know, like, there are so many other artists who are responsible for bundling and remixes and finding those finding those loopholes but do they question their success yeah no No.
0: and i think here's where the difference comes is that i mean one of we're not going to say their name but one of the people that we actually follow on twitter um they were used in the article and their words were totally taken out of context where it was about them saying, well, maybe we need to be a little bit more low key about, you know, how we're buying so many um, downloads and everything. Mm -hmm. But that person, like we've been following them since like they've been really early on in their account. And the reason why they do what they do is not to manipulate the charts or to get more streams for BTS, it's it was always to be able to purchase these things for armies who did not have the funds to purchase it. So people donate to them so that way they can buy it so other ARMY who can't buy an album or a download or a CD or a cassette or whatever it is can do it. Yeah. Like that's what it is.
1: Yeah. So so that armies who need or want those copies can afford them.
0: Because that's who Army is, mm-hmm. is giving and charitable. And we're not like conniving trying to manipulate the charts in this way. We're trying to help out our community enjoy the thing that we love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Enjoy the music. Their enjoy music. The music. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So it just really felt like a personal attack on Army. And going back to what you were saying. This article, where it gets laughable to me, where I was, like, screenshotting the crap out of it (laughs) and sending it to you, was how this writer ended up quoting, like, fan Twitter accounts.
0: Like, other stan accounts from other fandoms. From other fandoms. Like, that's not a reputable source, It's not a reputable
1: or reliable source. Like, if you're trying to support your argument that ARMY's manipulating the charts... You need to find a better reputable source of that because this is just like okay, like some of these fans are like Olivia Rodrigo's fans, but it's on it's just their their fan accounts on Twitter. Yeah. And so in the article, he ends up saying Rodrigo's fans claimed that it wasn't a coincidence at Scrappy Seal, noting the reversal tweeted that BTS had zero general public support. A real smash is sustained by the GP support.
0: Bullshit. BTS is never supported by general public because they're not mainstream in the United States. Yeah,
1: yeah. Another fan of both Rodrigo and Lipa's at Lipa Nostalgia described BTS as having fraudulent ways and its fans as involved in chart manipulation and mass buying. I'm just like... You're quoting a tweet from Lipa Nostalgia and Scrappy Seal on Twitter. (laughs) I just like these are this is not hard, supportive evidence to make your case here. No. Yeah. And
0: not to say that those aren't fine people. Oh, no, no. Nothing against those people. Nothing against them. But, you know, like putting the general support thing in there. Is really counterintuitive because we know that BTS has never been regularly played on the radio Mm -hmm. or been given general population public support, even with having number ones or with charting entire albums, um, which they do frequently. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just it's it's a stretch. It is to say the least. Yeah. Um, the author went on to say, these efforts have buoyed the group's singles as they have sailed to the top of the charts despite BTS's weaker streaming numbers and radio airplay than some of its pop contemporaries. Like we've been saying, they are not given the opportunity to have radio airplay.
1: They also don't have a leg up in the industry like all the other artists. Just exactly. Exactly. But no one wants to talk about that. Right.
0: No one wants to talk about how (laughs) HYBE had to acquire Ithaca and have a merger for BTS to even have an option of having a seat at the table in Western music. Exactly. So Radio Airplay. I mean, ARMY... Always calls in, writes in to their local radio stations requesting BTS to be played. And, you know, there's some really amazing radio stations that are, like, with ARMY. But those are few and far between. Mm -hmm. And for the vast majority, we either get ignored or it plays, like, one time. It's not, like, in the regular loop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that and that's not... That's not because BTS isn't good. It's not because their music isn't radio deserving. It's Mm -hmm. because it's not in English and they're being racist and xenophobic by not playing it. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. It's not that they're not rightfully at number one because we have to stream because we can't hear it on the fucking radio. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's exactly it. We don't listen to them on the radio because they're not there.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know what? We can hit repeat on Spotify. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So. Oh, let's not even talk about Spotify and streams, God. No. Oh, so then he asked the the author asked BTS if Army's work amounts to chart manipulation. He straight up he didn't even just like casually talk about it in his own musings. He asked BTS, you know, what do you think about Army manipulating the charts? Yeah. And RM said, okay, it's a fair question, but if there is a conversation in, inside Billboard about what being number one should represent, then it's up to them to change the rules and make streaming way more than ranking. Um, slamming us or our fans for getting to number one with physical sales and downloads, I don't know if that's right. It just feels like we're easy targets because we're a boy band, a K-pop act, and we have this high fan loyalty. Yeah. Mic drop.
1: Mic drop. He couldn't say it any more perfectly because it's true. Billboard, they're the ones who make the rules. They're the ones who have set up this entire system. If they're unsatisfied with what's happening with the chart, then they can change the rules, you know? But I agree. We're totally easy targets because they're a K pop act, they're a boy band, and Army is extremely loyal. Yeah.
0: You mad? Like, yeah. seriously, I could, ex- I could <laughs> see Butter being number one for maybe two weeks in a row because mm-hmm. of all of our sales and the downloads that we could do at the beginning. But, like, I would say the large majority of us bought everything that we could early on. Yeah. So tell me how it still remained on the charts for, like, another seven weeks before getting replaced by Permission to Dance and then coming back. Yeah. That's not that's not just downloads, you yeah. know?
1: You know what this really makes me think of? And I just want to hear your opinion on this because I told Corey the other day, like when the Beatles were becoming a thing, like when they were becoming influenced to go ahead and make a band and learn, you know, guitar and piano, they were listening to rock and roll, which at the time was seen as super forbidden and awful and there was a lot of people who were against it Mm -hmm. especially like the music snobs yeah because you're going from classical to this rock and roll and I just feel like BTS and the idea of a boy group and girl groups even even though the 90s they had some of that people are very resistant to it and it's just because it's different. Mm-hmm. And so for them to be a Korean act, it's like, whoa, oh my gosh. Like they, it's just over people's heads. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think to some extent, some of like the Western idea is like a been there, done that type of thing. Like, yeah, we went through the boy group phase. Yeah, I like, agree with we that. We had in sync. We had Backstreet Boys. We know what it is. Like But we they don't, don't want to ruin
1: they don't want to ruin that memory yeah. of it. You know? So I feel like that makes them even more off-putting to boy groups well this
0: group no way they could compare yeah. you know yeah it's yeah. tr- very true um and the Beatles really had to fight for what they had to and like mm-hmm. they had fangirls and I mean for a long time they were invalidated because it was fangirls it wasn't
1: until years later really that they ended up getting that that higher respect when they started getting into their older music mm-hmm. their later music yeah But um, it just makes me think of that, you know, the resistance that the general public has to BTS. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with them being a boy band, Mm -hmm. a K-pop act, and a very loyal fan base. So RM really said it perfectly. He did. Mm -hmm. And I feel like
0: those three reasons are why this topic is such a point of contention. This is why their
1: success is always... invalidated it's being invalidated yeah Yeah. this is why their success could never be true or real yeah
0: because there's definitely western artists who do the same thing whose fandoms do the same thing you don't think every single fandom is like stream whatever when the new song comes out every single artist is promoting streaming their songs like lizzo just put out rumors and all i see is like 10 TikToks in a row talking about stream rumors really yes
1: so it's oh not, that I'm, just makes me mad that like but nobody's we're gonna so write an targeted about that we're so targeted
0: yeah 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 okay so <laughs> even further instead of just asking BTS, uh, Billboard also decided to ask the president of Big Hit Music Shin Young Jae about this chart manipulation. And he apparently answered with a chuckle, like literally laughed in his face, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And he just toned it down by saying with a chuckle. Mm -hmm. He said, wouldn't it be nice if we actually had the ability to mastermind such a thing? I get that there are market developments related to BTS that are head scratchers for some people. But I don't believe the U.S. market is one that can be handily topped by downloads alone. Mm -hmm. True. Mm -hmm. We think the song's impact was shown in many ways, and we are proud of that achievement. Um, Yeah, it is apparently head-scratching for all of these Western media companies and other people in music that just – they look at it. They could see all the evidence, but they want to deny it so much. They're like, no, it has to be this. It has to be that. They're cheating. They're doing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever they can to figure out some reason as to why this can't be real.
1: Yeah. Always. I just like that he laughed at him. (laughs) I love that he laughed at him because they could never really get us all to do that. Like, how how would they – yeah. No. Exactly. And it's just – it's a laughable question. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even when people are streaming, it's like, yes, there are hardcore fans who stream all day and, like, really devote time. But there's a lot of us who casually do it, too. And wherever you're at is totally fine and awesome. Yeah. And so I can't imagine that, like, all of ARMY is streaming 24-7. And, you know, that's just ridiculous. It's
1: so frustrating to me that so many streams get filtered because when BTS releases a new album or song – I truthfully just want to listen listen to it on repeat, like over and over. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you love an artist. You that's what you do when you love an album or a song. You hit repeat. Yeah. Um but, but companies we're all bots. like Billboard and
0: Spotify <laughs> look out for
1: intense streaming and
0: you flag it
1: it's like yes I want to watch this music video 10 times in a row okay (laughs) like I have to watch seven at least (laughs) yeah I have to
0: watch it for each individual member and then I have to watch it at half speed I mean that's at least eight times already yeah yeah it's
1: because we love them we We love love their music we love to listen to their music on repeat watch their music videos over and over because we just enjoy it yeah
0: (laughs) we're not manipulating the charts yeah it's intentionally it's funny yeah yeah okay so let's talk about bts's and army's relationships in this article
1: yeah okay so let's go ahead and get into some of the indirect attack on the relationships of bts and army so just to quote the article they said still hype appears to be doing its best to keep the bts fandom close in recent years, the company has promoted its platform Weavers, where stars and fans upload text and video updates, as well as other exclusive content, without the need of YouTube or Twitter. So they then go into the money that HYBE makes from the use of these sites, boiling it down to a purely money-driven concept, and attempting to denigrate the authenticity behind the motivations of BTS on the platforms.
0: They just make it seem predatory, Mm -hmm. like in their wording. And it's so gross because I don't think any army feels that way at all. They're just, I mean, they are looking at it from an outsider's perspective, but. It's. I don't feel used, you Mm -mm. know? I don't feel like I'm being manipulated by BTS to, like, be on these platforms. Mm -hmm. And they make it seem like they're just doing it just to make a quick buck off of us, and it's no deeper than that.
1: Mm -hmm. And truthfully, BTS, a large portion of their success has been through social media. They've been very present on social media since the beginning. And we talked about in our Rise of BTS episode that, like, a huge component of their success has been like being able to reach the fans through social media and using that as like an advantage mm-hmm. tool
0: even from the beginning i mean before they debuted they were doing vlogs and posting them to youtube from the they very used beginning they be on yes. fan cafe a lot absolutely i mean it was all about connecting with the fans and with bts and army it's not just so one-sided you know mm-hmm. because it's obvious that they're not just connecting because, like, their company is making them. Like, when they are live, like, when Jin goes live for an Eat Jin, it's because he wants to hang out with ARMY. When BTS leaves an American Awards show and instead of going to an after party, goes straight back to the hotel room to do a V Live and celebrate with ARMY, it's because they want to share it with us and because we matter to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the difference. And with BTS, the idea of this parasocial relationship and using media, you know, in social media to reach fans is not just BTS. This is a K-pop model. This is something that a lot of K-pop artists do. And I think it's just very foreign to how Western artists handle their fans or like yeah. communicate and their relationship with their fans. It's so different. And so yeah, BTS have been doing this from the beginning but it's because they want to share this experience with us because that is really how they feel um i i wish someone would ask them about that like i think they sometimes ask like what is army to you mm-hmm. but just when they do those lives like really what it feels like for them it feels like we're hanging out with them mm-hmm. i'm sure it's the same they feel they're hanging out with us bts
0: cries at concerts just being able to be with Army and see Army—they've in the past year and a half cried to us during online concerts, being sad about not being with us. That is real emotion that cannot be fabricated through an app. Jungkook
1: has Army tattooed on his hand, on his fucking knuckles. Yeah, dude. Like I'm, this is—it's yeah. oh. really hard to take the indirect attack for the relationship between ARMY and army and bts Mm -hmm. because it's um i think it's a i think it's above their heads yeah because
0: i really do feel like it's one of the most genuine like relationships between an artist and all of their fans Mm -hmm. because i feel like with a lot of western artists like western pop stars if we're going to talk about like pop genres specifically Mm -hmm. like they'll be like oh i love my fans but what do you actually do for your fans you Mm -hmm. know what do you actually how do you actually connect with them and like have meaningful interactions with them when bts are casually doing it on like a tuesday morning our time it's like 4 a.m and like Yungi's like on you know on v live chat with us you know yeah. it's like
1: it reminds me of when at the very beginning with bts Yungi writing all those like handwritten letters and made all those gifts for armies for like a fan sign meet mm-hmm. yeah they don't know who we are as individuals but they know us as what ARMY is Mm -hmm. and we're so identifiable Mm -hmm. to the general public. So if you can have so many opinions and views of what we're like, like imagine how close BTS feels to ARMY. Yeah. They know who we are, you know, not on an individual level, but you know, it's just, it's tough to hear that in this article. I thought it really crossed the line. It
0: did cross the line because you know, we all get so much joy from the interactions we get with BTS on social media. So mm-hmm. to try to like almost take that away from ARMY and make it seem disingenuous on BTS's side yeah, is like really for nasty. Advantage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not cool. So the next big topic that the article covered was making English music. And although a lot of this article was really infuriating to read, like most of what we just covered. Yeah. Um. When we got to this topic, my interest was piqued because this is something that you and I have talked about and wondered about is BTS's real opinion on their English music. And, you know, we were really, really hesitant to talk uh, you know negatively about their english music at all and we love butter we love butter and
1: dynamite and
0: dynamite
1: and we've grown to permission to dance but permission to dance really kind of made us question some of it we
0: still felt like permission even though it grew on us as a song we still felt like it wasn't authentically bts there was just something there that didn't seem like them you know Mm -hmm. so it was interesting to get this insight So uh, this is one of the first quotes related to them making music. Uh, It says, But the members say they didn't all agree that English was a good idea. Both BTS and HYBE executives declined to elaborate, and Big Hits music Shin says all discussions were amicable. He's quoted saying, I think it's a testament to the band's strengths, the way that it can come to a friendly resolution and be mindful of the company's needs, he says. He says, which I don't like that.
1: I don't like the ending of that. Be mindful Be of mindful the company's needs. Of the that, company's
0: needs. It says a
1: lot about their strengths because they're taking into account the company's word.
0: Because they're making some sort of sacrifice or compromise in order to, for the betterment of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, Think about
1: all of that money for the tour and just how that affected the company. Yep. So of course, especially during the pandemic, there was a lot of pressure to have that that component of, of income. So for BTS, music is going to be the way they're going to reach that. So doing all English, I feel like, yeah, it could have been pushed by the company. Yeah, and the of, fact that they didn't elaborate any further. Especially. And
0: because when BTS came out with Dynamite. I mean, this was after years and years of RM saying in almost every single interview here in the West that they were not going to make English music, that they largely make Korean music and did not ever see themselves making English music. So when Dynamite happened, we were all like very surprised. We were happy. You know, we were taking it. We were in the middle of we the loved pandemic. It. So we yeah. would take fucking whatever we could get. We loved it. Yeah.
1: Like Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh.
0: But... You know, our, our feelings about the English music started to shift with Permission to Dance because we started to worry, is this really coming from BTS and like what they really want? Because one of the things we love about them the most is how genuine they are and how their music is always their music. It's
1: a reflection of their inner selves. Yeah. And what it they're going It always has through. been. Yeah. 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 So RM, we find out in the article that he wasn't fond of the idea of doing an English song. Though he acknowledges it was a crucial way to keep Buzz alive during the pandemic. He's quoted saying, there was no alternative. And Jen admits that singing in English felt at first totally unnatural, saying he learned to mimic the guides' tracks' pronunciations by writing them down in Korean characters. He says, quote, the English I learned in class was so different from the English in the song. I had to erase everything in my head first. So this part,
0: that second half of the quote about Jin's journey with it, you know, makes me wonder what their hesitation was with making English music. Was it that they felt like it wasn't them, that it wouldn't be able to express their inner selves? Or was it that it is just purely difficult to do, very, very difficult and challenging um, for the members who don't speak English? I think it's both. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and clearly for Jin here, he's saying that the pronunciation and just singing in English is so vastly different from singing in Korean. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, everything, the tempo, the pace and, you know, and I think RM and I would think like-minded members like RM, especially like Yoongi, the two people who really work on a lot of lyrics and production could feel from like a musical, a performer and a philosophical standpoint that you know, maybe that's not the direction that they want to go because I, I feel like those two especially are very about being authentic and of being themselves.
1: Yeah, and Yoongi, to hear that he has made submissions of his English lyrics and for them to be not considered or taken out mm-hmm. because he maybe just can't express himself in English to the extent that RM can Yeah, or that some other English and, you know, native English speakers writing songwriter yeah or write. even
0: that he's saying something that they don't want him to say in this fluffy pop song or something I hope like not. that
1: i freaking hope not like that would make me mad
0: the thought makes me mad too but yeah. I, I i mean we can't rule that out you know yeah. uh it's just yeah it's a little bit sad knowing that they may feel this way about their english music because we really enjoy you know a, The songs, and we want BTS to be happy with what they're doing. And so, I just, if anyone at Big Hit knows or is listening, or, you know, we will support BTS in the music that they want to make. And Army will continue to do that as long as we can tell that it's authentically BTS and Mm -hmm. what they want. Like, we just want BTS to be happy. Yeah. So, if you're taking them and forcing them into a route that is not what they all want to do, then, you know, that's not something that you have always gone by like big hit has always been about making bts
1: happy yeah
0: so it's kind of tough
1: yeah i mean hitman bang has always said that he wants bts how he started this group was he would hope that all of their songs would reflect their inner selves yeah so i would hope that that would continue as bts dive into more english Mm -hmm. you know tracks and singles
0: yeah um I like the point that Namjoon made here at the end of this English part where he reiterated a point that he's made for a few years saying that the group is maintaining this outlier position uh, in the West and um, it likes to keep its lyrics predominantly in Korean. Namjoon is quoted by saying, I don't think we could ever be part of the mainstream in the US and I don't want that either.
1: Hell yes. Our
0: ultimate goal is to do a massive stadium tour there. That's it that's it that's fucking it that's, that's all we, we want all I Th- want is army that's exactly that's all we want that's we don't all care army wants. About anything else we don't care
1: about mainstream we, we don't, literally- don't care about the most prestigious award you could ever win in music what whatever is quote on prestigious to you mm. um we just want to see them that's we it ju- we just want to tour that's what they want i hope that big hit would see that bts is gonna know what's best for themselves yeah
0: that's exactly right
1: yeah yep <sighs> wow. All right, yeah. So that
0: article was just—it was a lot. Um, a lot of it was truthfully vi- not mm. what I
1: expected from Billboard. No, I mean, because I have felt that Billboard has supported BTS in a lot of ways. They've been hit or miss, but mm. I've,
0: historically, they've written very positive, well-written things about they've them. Had and they've had a lot had of great, great covers. Per- yeah, they've had a
1: lot of great performances. They've yeah. accepted them a lot into the award shows themselves. So, it was kind of disappointing. This article, yeah, the spin on it because I and it's say, selling for one hundred and seventy-five dollars. But you know, <laughs> Big Hit is trying crazy. to get Army's money while Billboard is trying to get Army's money, right? Like, okay, that's insane. <laughs>
0: um, nobody's buying that magazine.
1: No, no one is. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well,
0: let's talk about something way, way, way yes. more fun. Let's talk
1: about. Butter The Remix, which is the Butter Remix with Megan The Stallion. Hell yeah. Uh, So this was really unexpected. This was maybe released a couple days, like an announcement of this release was a couple days before it actually got put out to the public. Mm -hmm. So our original reactions to the remix... I was kind of shocked to see that there was another Butter remix, but also not shocked at the same time because with On, we had Sia, with Idol, we had... um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. We had Halsey on Boy With Love. So it's not uncommon for BTS to release a remix with another artist. And I was so excited to hear that it was... Megan Thee Stallion, because she's just so prominent here. She's so awesome. And she's just a great person. She's a terrific artist. Um, All of her music, I really love most, if not all of her music. Mm -hmm. So I was thrilled to hear that they had collaborated together. Yes, me too. I was super excited. I was thinking, wow,
0: um, for all of us that are Megan Thee Stallion fans, this is huge. And the fact Mm -hmm. that she's collaborating with BTS... Is phenomenal. Like, I just love her female empowerment that she just exudes. And she really is about that hot girl shit. She and I, is. Just, I love the real hot girl shit being on a BTS track. Like, I just think it's just a winning combination before we even heard it. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very excited to hear it when it released. Um, there's a couple differences between this song and the original song. So we're gonna talk about those. The first is the logo change. We got a really super cute logo where the heart of the butter logo was turned into lips pink lips Mm -hmm. with like a pink background which was just really cute it
1: was so clever i'm like wow the top part of that heart of the butter changing that into like the bow tie lips Mm -hmm. hell yes so cute whoever came up with that genius yeah (laughs) (laughs) and army
0: loved it so much that we all like immediately went and like to whatever background picture we had for a profile picture we now have like the pink butter background now too Mm -hmm. um it was just the whole twitter feed just flooded with all, these pink all of it was
1: pink all of it was pink and army this really goes to say a lot about the relationship of army and bts that army like basically bullied bts into <laughs> changing their twitter profiles because megan changed hers mm-hmm. she like changed hers to that background so we're like okay bts like, come on you need to get rid of that black background <laughs> turn it to pink and they did they did yeah love that yeah um
0: also megan had an intro line to the song where she where she said it's the hot girl coach in bts uh, yes. love it oh my god but she had iconic to get yeah iconic <laughs> fucking iconic so i just want to talk about the hot girl coach um so hot girl coach is a nickname that megan the stallion has appointed to herself the origin behind this nickname comes from wanting to set a good example on how women can support other women. And she really goes against the idea of female chart sales and women battling each other on the charts, um, saying that, you know, all of that is competitive and catty. And she was actually, there was this whole like media construction of like her and Nicki Minaj beefing which is just interesting that those are the two artists BTS has Collabbed
1: collabed with mm-hmm. um,
0: but they they really didn't and when Megan spoke publicly about it she said I love all the girls and I want everyone to know I don't believe in that meaning I don't believe in beefing with other women mm-hmm. I'm in my own lane you're on yours and you know I appreciate good music saying Nicki has great music other women have great music she says all these women so i just think this is a fucking iconic incredible woman to have on a bts track to really like not only promote this type of like lifestyle and female empowerment but like to be the example for it too like awesome Mm -hmm,
1: Yeah. yeah and what's great about this collaboration too is she just didn't have a verse she was in the song which historically we haven't always gotten that full immersion into the song like she is. Like you hear her throughout other than just her verse in very cute and clever ways. So we're going to talk about some of her lines in the song. So she ends, you end up hearing her at the get it, let it roll on the very first chorus. It's like, okay, even before her verse, you know, we're already getting her in it. Love it. Um, So for her verse, we're not going to go through all the lyrics, but we're just going to say some shout outs here that really stuck out to us in the lyrics. So she ends up saying big boss and I make a hater stay on the job and I be on these girls necks like the back of the bobs. I love it. <laughs> I love that the reference to bobs I used to have a bob haircut style. <laughs> you know like, I, I did. know how that mix rested on my neck. <laughs> yes I did yes yes um so it was just like really clever to like reference to the back of a girl's neck to a very like common uh popular hairstyle where the neck is exposed yeah with the bobs yeah
0: and she's saying here like i'm on it you know I'm on it. i love mm-hmm. that and i really love this kind of like origin story that she gives us in just this one line i remember writing flows in my room in college and i just love we were talking about bts being an underdog earlier Megan the Stallion being an underdog also you know coming out of the Houston music scene really having to make a name for herself where there's a lot of musicians down there I mean everybody's competing for national recognition of course um, so for coming from writing in her college dorm to being where she's at today yeah
1: needing global entry to her own shows yeah. like that she's rocking yeah oh, amazing mm-hmm. Yeah, I also love the line smooth like cocoa butter Yeah, just clever and I'm like, like, wow, she really thought about her verse. Like, she wrote this. She, you know, clearly had a lot to to say. Like, she didn't just remix on this. She mm-hmm. didn't just feature in it. She, like, clearly cared about the collaboration. Yeah.
0: yeah, she thought, how can I take this line smooth like butter and make it applicable to Yeah, how can me? I have,
1: you know, really great wordplay? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah,
0: I love it. I do think she was really thoughtful with her verse. Very um, thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This wasn't just like she just hopped on the track casually. Like she's clearly excited to be on this collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Something else that she did in this song that was totally unexpected that all of ARMY is freaking in love with <laughs> is how she sings part of Jungi's verse. And she harmonizes with him when he, they sing the line, got the right body and the right mind. I immediately am like, this couldn't have been any more of a perfect line for her to harmonize with mm-hmm. because I instantly thought of her song, Body. Yeah. Because she has the right body. She's all about like mm-hmm. how, you know, she's hot, hot girl shit, right? Yeah. So it just makes sense that she featured on this line that she did that too. So yeah. got the right body and the right mind. She also sings the call and response with Yoongi, where she ends up saying, hate us, love us. I love that. I love that too. I mean, it just really filled that position of what army would have been singing at the concerts mm-hmm. with them.
0: It's just powerful as a woman to hear another woman who you admire say, Got the right body and the, the right, right mind. mind. Like hell fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. if that doesn't excite you to like hear a woman rapping that with Yungi, like
1: I know. I know. Who are That's you? why it's iconic, everyone's in love with it. Yeah. She also, after Namjoon's line where he says, got army right behind us when we say so, she does this like giggle.
0: It's so cute. It's
1: perfect timing. Yeah. Like right after that line, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. I love the giggle. Yeah. yeah. And then at the very end where they're singing, hotter, sweeter, cooler, better, she sings hotter, which is hot girl shit. Yeah. Right? So hot girl shit. It's yeah. perfect that she has the yeah. hotter. Yeah, I think... It was so thoughtful. I just didn't expect them to be this, like, detailed with when she sang. And I felt like she had a a large part in it. Mm -hmm. I felt like the collaboration was thought out. It just wasn't thrown together. Yeah,
0: definitely. It was very thoughtful um I it's clear that both parties really cared about this collaboration and I think mm-hmm. that they really executed well. Like I was super happy with this remix. Me
1: too. I've yeah. been listening to it. I yes. love it. I love the lips on the butter, <laughs> the the heart butter. Yeah. Ah, oh, perfect. I know I love.
0: Okay, so last thing to talk about is over the horizon by suga of bts so recently like this came out a couple weeks ago mid-august that yoongi was going to be releasing his composition of over the horizon which is a apparently iconic samsung ringtone i don't have a samsung phone but my mom doesn't i bet it's her ringtone i bet it's just the one that comes with it or something i'm sure yeah so this is a huge ringtone that's super popular. Every Samsung phone has it. And now Yoongi has been selected and has composed this almost like new version
1: of it. It's art reimagined. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's very familiar to him. And he was in an interview with Samsung and he talked a little bit more about his his work and his composition of this piece. And he really goes into like how he's always wanted to write score music and original compositions like this outside of the, you know, the hip hop, K-pop artistry that he's been doing so far. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've loved Hans Zimmer, who's done a lot of music scores. So it's just great to see that he got to do something like this. Like clearly this is something he's dreamt of doing. And now he's getting to write these, more you know compositions granted it's not his own composition but it's it's basically him redoing it in a way that he envisions it himself so it's just awesome he's clearly excited about it like i I think it goes to show how talented of an artist he is like he isn't just a producer or a songwriter like he can write these more classical composition pieces as well
0: that's exactly what i was thinking it really shows his depth and i mean he was he's just talented. A pianist first, you mm-hmm. know. And obviously, he's loved and has had a passion. His first CD was an Eminem CD. He's had a passion for rap, but he plays the piano. So, like, clearly, he has some affinity to that classical music and, you know, that classical composition. So. Uh, really wonderful that he got to, to flex that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's
1: excited about it. He tweeted about it. Yeah, he tweeted it with the link and a selfie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, to get a Yungi selfie, you know that he cares about it. Yeah. 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 So really, really cool. Okay. So I think that's all we had to cover yeah. today. It was a lot. This was a lot
1: for our spotisode. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad we did a spotisode. because Me too. It was becoming, I think it was like halfway through last week. We're like, okay spot us? a question mark (laughs) like i think this is what we're gonna have to do there's a lot of content to cover yeah Yeah. but
0: we really enjoyed sitting down and discussing all of this with you iconics um please let us know what you think about these topics we would love to hear from you you know tweet at us follow us on twitter standing bts pod um and we would love to converse back and forth about these topics because these were big things that happened in the bts fandom in these last couple of weeks uh you can also follow us on instagram at standing BTS podcast and uh oh we would like to have a special thanks to our vip iconics before we sign off here especially eileen ruchel michelle park deja meg de rachel robin and Allie. and uh we love you guys thank you
1: so much thank for, you for your support yeah. yes thank you everyone for listening.
0: yeah And if you would like to find us in any of those places, of course, you can find all of our links in the description. Thanks
1: for listening and thanks for standing, BTS.